0: Okay, we are five minutes early, but I thought I would go ahead and uh, log on. Let some of the folks know that yes, we're here, and yes, we're having a Bible study tonight. Okay, let's see. I'm having trouble streaming to your desktop Possible stream was ended, deleted. Hmm. Not streaming to Rumble, apparently. But we see May Brand there. Well, it's still not going to rumble. We'll deal with that later. I thought you were going to say this is an awesome show. May says, blessings from St. Louis. <laughs> Good to see everyone. Hello from South Carolina. Pastor Stan. So tell me, gun broker, are you a gun broker? Uh, I have, I know it's there i watched a couple of minutes of it. I've read a couple of paragraphs of it. But I've just been too busy today to read the whole thing. And, and I want to probably read and watch the whole thing. I think it'll be really important. Uh, okay, so no, not just a buyer. No, just a buyer. Okay. Blessing and good evening. I, as you can tell, i figure out how to show you the comments. Well, I guess you can see them anyway, but everybody can see them. Upstate New York, yes, let me pull this down a little bit, get on here a little bit for a few minutes, start in about two minutes. Okay, 29 watching, I think that's on YouTube, we seem to get the most people on YouTube. Well, I've got a good program for you tonight. We're not going to just read through one area of the Bible. We're going to, uh, I've got a PowerPoint uh, for you, kind of like we did, what was it, last week? Uh, Okay, Janet Whitney, Michigan, watching and listening. Okay, I think that means two on Facebook. I don't know how much you guys can see out there or what, but from Norway. How do you, wow. Sven Ole Vagen. That's my Texas stab at it. I don't know if that's pronouncing it right or not. Okay. He says, I'm on Facebook. How do you pronounce your name? hello from red river red river okay is that up like on the north texas border that red river where's that okay I see in facebook from mississippi close enguf close enguf okay i see sven ovenguf enguf Texas tongue doesn't move that way. Can't wait for the three days of darkness. Huh? We might not like it when it arrives. Hello from California. Yes, Van Alston. Van Alston, okay. Hello from Oswego, New York. Toronto, Canada. I wish you guys lived down here in Plano. Man, we need you going to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Everybody, move and move to Plano, Toronto, Canada. Facebook. Okay, we got four on Facebook and thirty-four on YouTube. And it's six thirty. It's time to start. Okay, so let's pray. First of all, Lord, we give you all praise and glory and honor. And we say great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. And yes, Lord, thank you for your anointing. Thank you for being present. You said wherever two and more are, are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of them. Though we are spread all over the world, you're here with us you're every place. It is amazing to us that you know every thought, every deed, every intent of the heart, even before we do. And you're in control of it all. And so, Lord, we ask, since you, wisdom and might are yours, you change the times and seasons, you remove the kings and set it up kings, you give wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding, You revealeth the deep and secret things. You knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with you. So, Lord, we come together in your name to read your word, but we also know that we cannot understand it without the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we ask you to show us the deep and secret things. Lord, I believe you've shown me and confirmed to me a revelation to bring to them about the marriage supper of the Lamb. And Lord, even though I understand it, even though I've got scripture for it, that does not necessarily mean they're going to understand it without your Holy Spirit. So, Lord, I ask that your Holy Spirit would give them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom so that they can understand your word and so that we can all meet at the marriage supper of the Lamb where we will see you brought before the ancient of days and given dominion, glory, and a kingdom. For your dominion is an everlasting dominion, and your kingdom is that which shall not be destroyed, that all people, nations, and languages should serve and obey you. We desire to see you there, crowned King of kings and Lord of lords, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I've got this PowerPoint, and I'm going to see if I can bring it up here. (laughs) I thought I already had it opened. I guess not, but now I do. <sighs> yes. Okay. Now, it's, it's cumbersome to get into this thing, but once I get it going, I'm all right. Okay. I think this is what we want. That's the view. Okay. All right. Now, So I got a... Flip around, click here and click there. I mean, it's this whole Zoom thing is not exactly, in this case, Streamyard is not exactly a, a science all worked out yet. So, all right. So, a revelation, marriage supper of the Lamb. That's what I'm showing you tonight. We're going to start with. Uh, I don't have to read all of this. The whole point here is to show you that there are actually seven seals. Matter of fact, the audible voice. Back in 2017, when I was memorizing the book of Revelation said the seven seals play over seven years, the seven trumpets play over seven months and the seven vials play over seven days. The point I'm trying to get across here is where we are in Scripture. Okay, so Revelation six says the first seal, second seal, third seal, and then the four beasts. So we're going to go on to the next one. When you open the fourth seal, that's where we are right now. We're getting into the fifth seal. This is where we want to start. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, are holy and true? dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Now, here's my point. What is given to them? White robes. The Bible doesn't say it, but what is given to them is wedding garments. Why? Because they're about to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Now, I believe that they're already in heaven, and they're saying, Lord, bring judgment on all these people that are killing us. That's what it's saying. Um, how long, O Lord, holy and true, does that a judge and avenge our blood on them that would dwell in heaven, or that them that, that killed us? So white robes given to everyone of them said to them that they should rest yet for a little season, meaning. It's not time for the marriage supper of the Lamb yet, but I'll show you when I believe that is. And I can tell you with good scriptural reasons why it's there. That they should rest yet for a little season till their fellow servants also and their brethren should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. So it's not at the beginning of the tribulation, nor is it at the end. I'll show you where it is. Now, here's the four angels stopping the wind. This is important to know for the revelation tonight. Okay, so after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, neither the sea nor any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it had been given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, hurt not the earth, nor the sea, nor the trees, to have sealed the servants of our God in the forehead. Now, in terms of the timing of this, I believe that this is about, let me get this right in my head, about 49 days to 50 days before the marriage supper of the Lamb. And I heard the number of them which were sealed. There were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Now, if Vicki Parnell is correct in hearing from God, and I believe she is, She's saying that the 144, thousand are already in their glorified bodies they are already resurrected but they have not been revealed on the earth they've not arrived on the earth yet uh, so anyway we'll go on there now so let me explain what what we're talking about here so when Jesus comes back the next time he's going to come back on the feast of first fruits as you recall I've covered this many times I believe it's acts. I hope I'm quoting the right verse, Acts 1.8, where the angel standing beside them and says, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus shall so come in like manner. All right. Had he come? Well, when he went up, he went up in a lamb body. He went up. Um, hang on here. Let me let me jump to this one so you can see what I'm showing. So he went up in a lamb body. He had just had fish with the disciples. He was not in a glorified body. He had not received all power and glory yet. He was still in a lamb body. He went up. And so the next time he comes down, he comes down in a lamb body. I believe wearing the same clothes because for us on on earth, it will have been a few seconds since he was there. He will come back down in a lamb body. And he will walk around on Mount Sinai. Revelation 14, one says, I looked and low a lamb stood upon the Mount Sinai, and with him 144,000 having his father's name in the forehead. Skipping on down, it says, These are they which are these are they which are not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits that's why this says first fruits being the first fruits of the Lamb and God, meaning the next time he comes down, he's going to come down on first fruits and he will bring the 144,000 resurrected one year old Jews. Now, go read Leviticus 23 to find out what the fat sacrifice is for the first fruit sacrifice to find out it is a, a male of the first year. So, all of these are Jews. They're all males of the first year. That's the sacrifice. So anyway, they, uh, let me jump back to, let me see, I think, how can I do this? I'm trying to show you a bigger chart. There we go. Okay, so he returns here in First Fruits. He resurrects 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys, and then they walk around on the earth for 50 days, and I believe that this is when the angel flies through the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to them on the earth, to every person, language, people, and and nation and tongue, saying with a loud voice, fear God and give glory unto him for the hour of his judgment has come. Worshipped him and made heaven and the seas and the fountains of water. So that happens here. That is literally the day before. That's the last moment. The train is leaving. And if you don't jump on it right now, if you don't get your ticket right now, you're not going to. So this is the last chance before Pentecost. At Pentecost, that's where now Jesus... And the barley take uh, the wheat were the wheat here on Pentecost and the wheat then go to the marriage supper of the lamb. That's what we're talking about tonight at the marriage supper of the lamb. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. And we only get a wedding garment, a white wedding garment. I'll show you in the scriptures. And then Jesus, however, that's when he's brought before the ancient days and given glory, uh, dominion, glory and a kingdom. He is crowned with many crowns. His vesture is dipped in blood. And that's when he changes from lamb to lamb, changes from the prince of the kings of the earth to become the king of kings and lord of lords. This is what the people misunderstand thinking that this is the rapture. Okay, the pre-tribbers do believe that when they go up, they go to the marriage supper of the lamb. And at that part, they have correct. It's just that they've got it out of place. They want to jump and say, oh, well, it's, It's seven years before then. Well, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Look, if you here's another thing, another error they make. They think that all Christians are the bride of Christ. That's not correct. How can you be the bride of Christ if you did not go to the wedding? And we're going to cover that tonight. So those that are ready get to go to the wedding, but some arrive there that are not ready. Anyway, we'll get to that. So the marriage supper of the Lamb. Then Jesus is crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he comes forth and serves us. That lasts about that supper lasts about four months. Four months later, Jesus and all of us and the armies in heaven are all given white horses, and we ride, and this is when we return for the feast of of trumpets. This is the day of the Lord. This is the day of Armageddon. Now, with that in mind, let me jump back to this view. And let's jump back over to the next one. All right. So now. So, this one, I should put, I think I did. I put Revelation 14, 1 in here someplace. But anyway, this is 144,000. Now, let's jump to this one. This is us. When we get to heaven, when we get to the marriage supper of the Lamb, this is talking about us. After this, I beheld in lo, lower great multitude. That's us. We should make a number of all nations, kindreds, people, and tongues. See, the Jews... It specifically numbered them, 144,000. But this one, no, no, a great multitude, no man can number. People and nation tongues stood before the throne, before the Lamb clothed in what? White robes. What are the white robes? They are wedding garments. Because now we're not told here at this point to be quiet and given white robes. Uh, you know, Not all of your fellow brethren have been killed yet. Instead, here we are worshiping Jesus. Because at this point, we've joined Jesus at the marriage supper of the Lamb. It is now the marriage supper of the Lamb. So listen, and it cried with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and to the Lamb. Why do they say the first word salvation? Because this is the first word we say when we see Jesus. When we see him at the marriage supper of the Lamb, assuming we're ready and assuming we get to go. If you don't go to the marriage supper, then you can't expect to be the bride of Christ. How could a bride be a bride if she didn't make it to the marriage? Right? right, You you gotta make it to the marriage, okay, to be the bride. So not everyone that is saved will be the bride of Christ. Anyway, I cried with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and to the Lamb. Those are the first words we say at the marriage supper of the Lamb. All the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing, glory, and wisdom. Thanksgiving, honor, power, and might be unto our God who liveth forever and ever. Amen. One of the elders answered, saying to me, What are these that are arrayed in white robes, white wedding garments? And <laughs> Whence came they? Is I said to him, sir, thou knowest. He said, well, These are they which came out of great tribulation. That kind of does away with a pre-trib rapture, doesn't it? Let me read that again. Who are these arrayed in white robes? Who are these wearing wedding garments? Well, these are they which came out of great tribulation. So if there were a pre-trib rapture, how is it they went through the great tribulation? Especially since the marriage supper is like four months before Armageddon. Again, they just misunderstand. But I understand that. You know, most of them have not memorized the book of Revelation. Most of them have not had 30 revelations of which I'm giving you one this evening. When I memorized, it, I got 30, which, by the way, I got the book around here someplace. What do I do with it? Well, oh, wait, here I go. Here we go. This is the book. If you don't have this book, and probably you do, but if you don't have it, you want to get it. Go to prophecyclub.com. These charts are in the back of the book. Big charts like this. So, and the book explains the charts. Anyway, let me back up. So, therefore, before the throne of God serve him day and night in his temple. Temple? See, where the married supper of the lamb here. And he that sitteth upon the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them. What do you do at the marriage Supper of the Lamb? You get fed. He comes forth and serves us. I don't know about you, but I'm really excited to know this. I mean, I'm, I'm glad God showed me this. So the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and lead them into living fountains of waters. So we get to go and drink of the fountain, the, the living water. And God shall wipe away all tears from our eyes. Now, we're still not in a glorified body. Not at the marriage Supper of the Lamb. We get that on trumpets, which I'll explain. I'll go to that. So at the marriage supper of the Lamb, he comes forth and serves us. Now, I think I've explained that, so I'll keep moving. Revelation 18. This is coming up to the marriage supper of the Lamb, but this specific part is talking about America. There are, there are two fallings for America. There's fallen one because we, because the sins in the church. That's where we are right now. When the Russians attack America and destroy it in one hour, that's because of sins in the church. I'll show you in the chart. The second fallen is when when God destroys us, and that is on the day of Armageddon. So let's read this. So this is talking about the fall of America. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven having great power, I believe, As Michael is the archangel of Israel, I believe that this is the archangel of America, though his name is never told and his position or his authority is never told. But I believe that's what he is. Having great power and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen. Now, I believe that Donald Trump hung the name great on America when he came up with his Phrase, make America great again. And that's, and God hung that name on us because he said it. Now it says, is fallen, is fallen. The Bible does not put extra words in there just to make the book bigger and fatter so we can charge more for it. So when it has extra words, it means those words. So it says, is fallen, is fallen. It means that America falls twice. I'll show you. He cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babel the the greatest fallen has fallen, has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. We see the protesters. We see people holding up signs, signs you know, we want our abortion, you know, don't take our abortion away from us. Evil people. For all nations are drunk the wine. Now, wine, I don't think it was an apple that Adam and Eve ate. I think it was a grape. As you look through the scriptures, there's only like eight or nine verses that have the word apple in them. None of them are bad about apple. But if you look up grapes or wine or wine press, they're like about 300 verses, and they all bad. I mean, wine gets a lot of people a lot of trouble. For all nations drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth will wax rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Okay, wait a minute. If there's a pre trib rapture, why would God tell us to come out of America? He's not saying leave America, not yet. I do believe that it's time that the Holy Spirit is going to speak to the hearts of Christians to get out. I mean, physically to leave. Come out of her, my people that you be not partakers of her sins, and need receive not of her plagues. For her sins reached unto heaven, and God hath remem- remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Now look at that. That's a hint. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Why would that phrase be in there? I'll tell you. It's because America will turn into a Christian killing machine. In other words... This is a destruction brought upon America that's supposed to be the city on the hill, shining the light of the gospel to the whole world as a pied piper leading the world to Jesus. Instead, we turn around and we start killing Christians. And sad to say, it's just, it used to be over the horizon. Now it's at the end of the block. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Double in her double according to her works. In the cup that she has filled, filled to her double, How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I'm going to go in a pre-trib rapture. Oh, no, it doesn't say that. For it saith in her heart, I sit a queen and I'm no widow and she'll see no sorrow. Once again, where's the pre-trib rapture? There's just not there. It's just not there. Therefore, shall our plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. That has to do with the marriage supper of the lamb. Yep, it does. This happens. As a matter of fact, Vicky Parnell says, as the bombs come down, we go up. And I agree with that. I think that's right. Anyway, utterly burned with fire. And what would that be? That would be nukes. Okay, so once again. Jesus returns here on first fruits, walks around fifty days. We go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Four months later we return with him for the, uh, the the Armageddon. Okay, let's go to the next one. So here's Babylon fallen, number one. This comes because of the sins in the church. For in one hour so great riches had come to naught. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors that had been to trade by sea stood afar off and cried. When they saw the smoke of her burning, now wait, 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 wait. If it was just some natural disaster, you know, like an earthquake or a tsunami, well, they wouldn't just stand afar off and stare. They would dock their ship and they would start trying to help, right? But in this case, they stand afar off and they don't do anything. Why? Because it's been hit with nuclear weapons and it's gone. And at this point, it's radiated and they don't want to go to that city anymore. That's the reason it says, and they cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, what city is like unto this great city? They cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, alas, alas, that great city, there's that word great again, make America great again, where we made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of for costliness, for in one hour she made desolate. Now let's jump to Babylon fallen too. Okay, so this is fallen one. This is, look at verse 19, okay? So in between verse 19 and verse 20 is a change. It's still talking about America, but this one is because of the shedding of the blood of the saints. I'll show you. Rejoice over her. Thou heaven, any holy apostles and prophets, for God have avenged you on her. Okay, that's not talking about sin in the church. That's talking about America turns into a Christian killing machine. Rejoice over her. Why would he be saying, rejoice, heaven? Because America has been destroyed. And ye holy apostles. So everybody in heaven, all the holy apostles and prophets are told to rejoice. Because God has avenged the killing of his people done in America and around the world by America. Now, I'm going to skip part of this here. A mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying... Thus with violence shall that great city, there's that word great again. Babylon should be thrown down, should be found no more at all. Why? (laughs) Well, (coughs) because it's only about four months till Jesus returns and Jesus makes a new heaven and a new earth anyway. And so, you know, in four months, we don't have time to rebuild anything at that point. Uh, And and this, the fallen number one, back up, this one, is when the Russians attack. That's the reason I put up here. This is the Russians attacking us. Then four months later, this is God taking care of us. For in here, why for in her was found the blood of prophets down here in the bottom and of saints and all that were slain upon the earth. Meaning, I remember I used to think, well, why is it America's responsibility to go out here and fix the world's problems? We're not the world's police officer. I can remember saying that to my wife. Uh Yes, we are. We are the world's police officer. We are supposed to be the thing that is holding up the wall, keeping the evil back. And we failed because we began to sin. Okay, let's go on to the next one. After these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation. Now, remember, the other scripture said the first word was salvation. Here it says the second word is salvation. Oh, well, that's right. Well, wait a minute. Whether it's hallelujah or whether it's salvation, I just want to get to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen? Okay. So I heard a great voice of much people. That's us. This is us at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Much people in heaven saying, alleluia, salvation, glory, honor. and Now look at this. Look at this. Power. Okay. We didn't see Jesus have power in, Rev- in Revelation 14, 1. Because when he comes down, let me jump back here, right there. When he comes down here, the next time, he's not in his glorified body. Acts 1a, I believe it is, says he comes back in the same, the, the same Jesus, as you've seen, go up, shall come down in like manner again. So he comes in a lamb body here, and he comes to Mount Zion, which is about a 30-minute walk from the Mount of Olives, this different mountain. Here, he comes down to Mount of Olives. Sets his foot down on Mount of Olives. It splits in two. The east, the west, north, and south, and water comes out and all of that sort of stuff. Now, so this is the next time he comes down. And that messes with the pre-trib rapture too. See, because the pre-trib rapture says, well, before any of the tribulation starts, we get raptured out of here. Um, What are you going to do with Revelation 14 4? I looked and Lord, a lamb stood upon the Mount Zion. He's a lamb. He's not king of kings and lord of lords. He's not the lion of the tribe of Judah. It's a lamb, just like the scripture said. So, again, it's nothing. They're just, they, I love them. I love my pre tribber brothers and sisters. And there's some things I've got wrong too. And I'll have to repent of those. <laughs> there's a time when we're all going to have to repent. Matter of fact, one guy says the 30 minutes of silence in heaven is so that all the prophecy teachers can rearrange their charts. Well, I will say, so that we can all repent because we all got something wrong. So I'm, I'm not, I'm I'm too hard on the pre-tribbers too often. So I apologize for that. Anyway, so, hallelujah, salvation, glory, honor, power to the Lord our God for true and righteous are his judgments. For he judged the great horde, that would be America. So America just got destroyed. This is right before the marriage supper of the Lamb. Does that make sense? Which did corrupt the earth with a fornication and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. So they they just got America just got destroyed, and then they said Hallelujah, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the 20, four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down, and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye His servants, all ye His servants, all of them that are ready to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb, that is, and ye that fear Him, both small and great. Okay. So here we are. Jesus comes down here, walks around 50 days. The everlasting gospel is preached probably the day before. Then when the bombs come down here, we go up here. We see Jesus crowned. Four months later, we return with him on white horses. Ten days later, right here is where the shaking occurs. And I can show you a script on that. I don't think I have that pulled up to show you, but... The that's where every, every mountain falls, every valley, every, the, the 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 islands fled away, and the, the mountains were not found right here. This is when the shaking takes place. All the world shakes, it shakes for 10 days. And then, on atonement, is when uh when Jesus, ju- this is the judgment seat of Christ. This is judged for those people that know Jesus and accepted Jesus, the great white throne. No one's alive there. This is all the dead, those that are not in Christ, that never heard of Christ, never had the opportunity to worship Jesus there. Uh, and let me see how I can do this. How can I do this? Ah, I want to go to that for a second. Okay, give me a second to study that now. I think this is where we are. Okay, yeah. Revelation nineteen six, and I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude. That's us. That's us at the marriage supper of the lamb, as the voice of many waters, as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, "Hallelujah!" For the Lord God Omnipotent reigneth. Okay, why is it that He reigneth? It's because at this point, He's been to the marriage supper of the lamb. He's been crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb has come. And his wife, that's us, has made herself ready. Remember the parable that says those that are ready go to the marriage supper of the lamb? So the, the King James Bible, it all fits. Okay, The other versions, they don't fit. And her it was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. What is that? That's the wedding garment. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he said unto me, Right, Blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Says one of the things I want. I want to go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Okay, so the kingdom of heaven is likened to a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. Now, this is Jesus that first only took the offer to be saved to the Jews. So those are calling to the wedding, and they would not come. So the Jews didn't accept Jesus. Again, he sent forth the other servants, saying, Tell them what you're bidden. Behold, I prepared my dinner, my ox and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready, come to the marriage. But they made light of it, They went to their ways, to his farm, to another's merchandise. And the remnant took his servants, and entreated them spitefully, and slew them. That's what the Jews did. So when the king heard of it, he was wroth, he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up the city. That was Jerusalem, 70 A.D., because they didn't accept Jesus. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. So go therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage. See, because before the sheet was let down and Peter was told, Call not thou unclean what I have called clean. When Peter was told to go down to talk to Cornelius and the gospel for the first time was given to the Jews. Other than that, they were not to talk to the Gentiles about it. They were only talking about Jews about it. So that's the the fulfillment of this. Go ye therefore to the highways and as many as you shall find. So he opened at that point to all of the world. As many you find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out to the highways and gathered together all as many as they found. Now look at this, look at this both bad and good. So how many people could accept Jesus? Anybody wanted to. It wasn't just the good people. It wasn't just the smart people or the rich people or the whites or the blacks. They were all equally given the opportunity to receive Jesus, both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with guests, Gentiles, non-Jews. And when the king came in to see the guest, he saw that there was a man had not a wedding garment on. What? Well, somebody was pulled up into, and possibly many of them. We don't know. Got to the marriage supper, but they didn't have a wedding garment. Now, you remember scripture where it says, let's see if I can quote it here. It's been a while. Uh, Ho, 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 wait, wait, wait. I got my... Written out version, but I'm gonna to try to quote it here. Right, let's see. To so the lay uh, lay of the seasons. Eh. If I can get started on it, let's see. Where was that? Lay of the scenes. oh wait, 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 that's back in and two. Lay of sins, lay of the scenes, lay of the seasons. 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 No, that's three, right? If I get started on it, okay, here we go. Then I can quote it. I got it. Hang on, hang on. No. it's not 19. It's not 19 that I'm looking for. It's not 19 in Revelation 19. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. I couldn't find it, but I quoted it. That saying, and of course, after that it says, and then in those, then he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. So he's telling people that even though you missed the the, the the marriage supper of the Lamb, don't lose your wedding garments. In other words, stay clean. Don't, don't walk away from me. All right, let's go on to this. <clears throat> when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there was a man that had not a wedding garment. He said unto him, friend. So this was somebody somehow that, I don't know if they had accepted Jesus and fallen away. I mean, the Bible's not clear on that. How camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? He was speechless. And the king said to the serpents, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into the outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Now, what does that say? Many are called, few are chosen. Everybody is called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. In other words, everybody has the opportunity to receive Jesus, but few actually make the choice. And then there's also some of those that have no choice, uh, like I remember Michael Boldea, You know, he didn't want to go out and carry Demetrius' message. But God basically said you don't have a choice. But he was one that was chosen. All right. So I put I put that in every once in a while to in case I, w- I want to make a, a comment there or something. Let me see here. Ah. Okay. Now let me let me let me let me show you what I want to do here. Okay. Let's go here. So Again, the seven seals play over seven years and stop here, which is trumpets. Seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over the last seven days. They all conclude on trumpets. Now, with that in mind, what we're going to talk about here now is the Feast of Trumpets. On this chart, it's here. On this chart, it's here, like this. Okay, so now we're talking about the day Jesus returns. And I saw I have it opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon me is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. So he just came from the marriage, supper of the Lamb. And he had a name written which no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture. What's that? His wedding garment. Clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. You remember last week when I said... Remember, Mary came to Jesus and said, Rabboni. He said, Touch me not, for I'm not yet ascended to my father. Why do you have to go up to, to heaven after he was resurrected, after he was crucified? Because he had to drip his blood on the Ark of the Covenant, on the west side, and also on his wedding garment for this day. Because blood, again, we talked about that last week, so Blood is very, very important. So he's clothed with the vestry dipped in his own blood, and his name is called the Word of God. The armies which are in heaven followed upon upon white horses clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Why? Because they just left the wedding, and they are still in their wedding garments. And out of his mouth goeth the sharp sword, that would be the morning star. You remember when uh, in Revelation 3, I believe it is, it says, And he that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end, the same will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And as the vessels of a potter, they shall be broken to shivers, even as received of my father. What that's saying is, if we keep his works to the end, and if we are an overcomer, and I believe an overcomer is defined as you have to see the beast, hear the beast, but not take his mark. Or his image or worship his his, uh, or worship him or receive his mark or his name or his, or his number. Anyway, so if we keep the works at the end, then we can get the morning star. What's the morning star? These are my two witnesses. Um, they show, These are the two olive trees and two candlesticks stand before the God of the earth. If any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. If any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. That's the morning star. Now, this is the morning star again. As a matter of fact, I prayed. I said, Lord, I want the morning star. So we will, we will see. I believe he said, I'll get it. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, so out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. That's the morning star right here. That with it he should smite the nations and he should rule them with the rod of iron. What does that mean? It means that the nations, those are the ones that did not take the mark of the beast, but they didn't receive Jesus either. They are the corners not harvested. And so they're told on the Feast of Trumpets that if they sin, a morning star judge is going to show up with the morning star, the speed of thought, which is faster than the speed of sound or the speed of light, and hit them with the morning star. They fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones, destroying both body and soul. So it's immediate judgment. So out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations and he shall rule them with the rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Remember I told you that Armageddon is bringing the Russians and all of her buddies, all of her sinful nations, down to attack Israel, and they are slaughtered on top of the same blood at the same place where Jesus was crucified, which was near a winepress just outside the city wall. That's what it's talking about. For he treadeth the winepress, and the fierceness and the wrath of all men God. And they have on his vesture here and on his thigh, a name written King of Kings, Lord of Lords. So he's come from the marriage, supper of the lamb. He's been given dominion, glory, and a kingdom. What is the glory? That is brighter than the sun. That is the glory to make the sun and moon and the stars dissolve. That's the glory to make every mountain fall, every valley filled in, the crooked places are made straight. The rough places are made smooth. The earth is turned into a nice, round smooth ball. It shakes for 10 days. 10 days later, we have a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Five days after that, the new Jerusalem comes down. Here, I can show you that. Uh, okay, here, let me, I think I've got it. Let me back up. Right, well, that's sort I want to show you a different chart here. There you go. That's the one I want. Okay, so let's start again. Jesus comes here. Walks around fifty days, then everlasting gospel day before, then we on Pentecost we um, uh, yeah, start. Uh, give me off subject there. On Pentecost we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Four months later we turn white horses. Jesus begins the shaking of the earth. Shaking of the earth is concluded on atonement at the white throne. That's where I saw the dead. No living is there. I saw the dead, small and great, stand for God. And the books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged. That was the same written of the books according to works, all that sort of stuff. Then, five days later, now John says, I see a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth are passed away, and there was no more sea. So this is when the new Jerusalem comes down, sets down on one mountain, The earth is a nice round, smooth ball, except for there's one mountain just south of Jerusalem. It sets down on there, and it is about 250 miles square. I can even show you where I believe it's going to set down. But anyway, we'll, we'll see. Let me go on to the next one here. Back up. Yeah, okay. Now, so this is Jesus returning, burning up all the tares. But there's something else. There's also grapes. And that's the other two angels it's the sickles, they slash the grapes. That's the reason blood rises the horse by a space of 1,600 furlongs. Now, this is how they clean up the mess. So now we've got millions of sinners that are just blood rises the horse bridles. There's a bunch of them that have been hit with the Morning Star <coughs> that are at this point fall on the ground, a pile of ashes and bones, but there's also a lot of blood, so we got to do a cleanup of that. Here it is. I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven. Come, gather yourselves together under the supper of the great God. That you may see, we just came from the marriage supper of the Lamb. Well, so he's going to bring a supper to all of the, it's not just the fowls in Ezekiel 38 and 39, it all says the beasts of the earth are also gathered saying to the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come, gather yourselves together under the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of Putin and the other Russians, the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and of them that sat on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies is gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and his army, that would be Jesus. And the beast was taken And with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before them, with which he deceived them, that had received the mark of the beast and of them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake burning with brimstone. And the remnant was slain by the sword, that's the morning star, the sword of him that sat on the horse with sword proceeded out of his mouth. And all the fowls were filled with their flesh. I think I, uh, I think I want to stop there. I think I want to stop there. At least I think I do. Let me confirm something here. Love you too, brother. D lemons. Well. Has nothing to do with you, Deborah. It has nothing to do. Is it Deborah? I don't know if it's Deborah Lemons or what. Okay, let's see. I don't know what that is. Maybe I shouldn't put it up there if I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm Shabbat Shalom from Australia. Wow. Australia, New Zealand. Florence, Colorado. Okay, so anyway. Uh Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Is there anything else I want to share? Yeah, I'll tell you what. See if I can do this. I'm not prepared to do this. I'm gonna turn on my Bible. Take me just a minute to format it so that you guys can see it out there, since I wasn't prepared to do this. But I can do it pretty quick. Okay, I think I can show you. Share screen window right there, and yes, you can see it. Okay, now I just got to turn to the right verse. Okay, so let's go to Ezekiel thirty-eight. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, "Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, and prophesy against him." I think we covered this. Months or so ago, so I'm not going to cover a whole bunch of it, but I just want to show you a couple of things. This is the Russians coming down to attack Israel. Verse four, and I will turn thee back and I'll put hooks in thy jaws. I believe that is oil. Massive amounts of oil that we discovered in Israel. That's going to be the hook in the jaws to get the Russians to come down to attack Israel. And in verse eight, it says. After many days, I should be visited in the latter years. Land is brought back from the sword and gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, and all of them dwell safely. All of them. Well, Israel's not dwelling safely right now, but when this takes place, they will. That tells me that Israel is going to pull out their secret weapon, and there's going to be a great slaughter of the nations that are surrounding them, and God is going to give them a great, great victory. Okay, now let me go down to... (coughs) I thought I'd be able to find it faster than that. Sorry. Okay, let me do a search then. So I want the range to be Ezekiel 38 to 39. See if I did that right. I didn't. and I want beasts. I believe it is. Yeah, so that all the fishes and sea fowls of the earth and beasts of the field creeping things that creep upon the earth, all the men of the faces shall shake in my presence. The mountains are thrown down, the sea places fall. We we're talking about that. And every wall shall fall to the ground. I'm going to hit them with an overflowing rain, great hailstones, fire brimstone. That's the morning star. But that's not what I'm looking for. Thou shalt fall upon, here it is. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all thy bands, and the people that is with thee, and I will give thee unto the ravenous birds, that we read about that, and every sort unto the beasts of the field to be devoured. So, there you have it. Okay, well, it's 7.20, I'm going to stop a little bit early today. Uh, Leslie is out of town. She is in Singapore, and uh, she's going to be ministering over there for about 10 days, or 14 days, excuse me, 14 days. And uh, in Singapore and in Malaysia, she's over there with Pastor Messi. And uh, they begged me, trying to get me to go, and I said, nah, a, I, I need to stay here and do Prophecy Club. And, uh, you know, I think it's strange, you know, we we I've been doing this 40 years and out of the 40 years, would you like to guess how many pastors invited me into their churches to speak? The answer is less than 10. I think it's like five or six sad. It's, it's sad. I mean, America just doesn't want to hear they, the, the, the people these days will not endure sound Doctrine but they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They are hired by board members of a 501c3, which is officially in a court of law, not a church. And they the board members tell the pastors what they're going to preach, what they're not going to preach. And their number one goal is to get people into the pews so they can pass the plate. Now, not all of them. I mean, there's some good churches out there, but how many of them teach this? Uh, I think I told you last week we had a couple that, Just come back to the church," he said. "I've, I've been the other churches around here. They're not. It's not that there's not very many. He said there's not one church that gives the kind of information that Spirit of Prophecy Church gives out. That's the reason because the people will not endure sound doctrine. They want the milk. They don't want the meat. They don't want to hear we're in the last days. But sad to say, there's a wake up call coming, and. He's probably coming this year. Oh, look at that. Hey, Brian Searle's on. God bless you. You be ready. Uh, I believe his brother's hearing from the Lord. If you have not checked out his site on YouTube, you just type in, you be ready, just like you see there, and it'll pop you in. And he has some good words. He has uh, prophetic words, and he has also dreams and visions, and I've used several of them on the program. Uh, let's see. Pray play again pray against the plans of the enemy. So, Byron, did you hear all of the program tonight? See if you can respond and did you hear all of the program? They prepped and prayed up. Yep. Okay. Well, let me close with this. Jason Meeks called me again today and gave me additional understanding on the dream where he said that the Lord showed him that we should start asking people to join the prophecy club and join it on an automatic. Um, monthly payment where it's just automatic on your credit card, $9 and 90 cents a month or more. And he said, I I, I, I went back and I reread it and I've been praying about it. And he says, I do feel like the trouble is coming to prophecy club. Now I think, I think we talked about this, but I think it's not just prophecy club. I think it's coming to America, but he said, but I feel like it's just like in, in the dream, By the morning time, everything was okay. He says, I think it's only going to be like two or three months worth of difficulty. But nevertheless, so if you're out there and you appreciate Prophecy Club, you can join us. $9.90 a month. I think that they have put the link up there in the comment section to where you can just click on it. At least they told me they would. You just click on that link and you can join Prophecy Club or give a donation. And uh, that'll help us, because um, sometimes it's like a roller coaster. We'll we'll get some donations in for a while, and then people forget about us. And then I I say, hey, <laughs> we're here, <laughs> we're 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 needing your help. And then the donations come in again, and then they go. And so since we started asking people to join nine dollars ninety cents a month or more, it's a lot more on an even keel basis and that really helps us so if you appreciate what we're doing you can help us that'd be great um one of these times i plan to get on here and say i'm going to israel and if you'd asked me i thought it'd been three years ago or five years ago so i, I don't know we'll see Ah, uh, here's one I started listening a few years ago very much enjoy learning scripture through your show Michelle Henry. Okay, great. Good evening, everyone. I learned how to do this. Can you tell? Stay prepped and prayed up. Wow. Well, okay. It's 726. I think I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to go. I'm having to batch it since Leslie's out of town for a couple of weeks. Lord, I ask a blessing. I ask a blessing on all of those people that are in the Bible study tonight. And I ask you to show them the deep and secret things. Help them to understand the plans of the enemy that are coming so that they can be prepared. Prepared not just to live and survive, but prepared to win souls and to do your will. And help us all to come to a deeper understanding of the evil things that are going on out there. And no one understand that we have been given power and authority over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt us in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. It's seven twenty-seven, So I'm going to say over and out till next week.